brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, K292FQ Riverside, and K293CF Moreno Valley. Your NBC Sports Radio update starts now. 326 to go in the first quarter. Western Conference semifinals. The Warriors with a 16-14 lead over the Rockets. Klay Thompson is playing in this game. He was dealing with an ankle injury and was a game-time decision. An MRI last night came up clean. Meanwhile, for Houston, Austin Rivers is out. He is dealing with an illness. Again, it is 16, now 16-15. The Warriors lead 326 to go in the first quarter at Oracle. Earlier, the Celtics go into Milwaukee and steal home court from the Bucks. 18 point Boston Lee with 647 to go. Meritage quick three. No good. Back iron rebound. Pinballed around. Hill can't grab it. Rozier does. Floats to the head. He catches. Lays it in with the right hand. And the Boston Celtics have a 20 point lead with 638 to go Ooh, in game one. You're talking about kicking it out, Scout. That's what you do. That was the call on the Celtics Radio Network. Boston went on to the 112-90 victory over Milwaukee. Kyrie Irving, 26 points, 7 boards, and 11 assists. Stanley Cup playoffs, first intermission, a game you can watch on NBC TV. The Islanders, a 1-0 lead over Carolina. Hurricanes lead that series one game to none. Coming up 7.30 Eastern time tonight on NBCSN. It's game two between the Sharks and the Avalanche from San Jose. Sharks lead that series one game to none. Major League Baseball, bottom of the ninth, Blue Jays. And A's are tied at one. Top of the ninth inning, Mets lead the Brewers 5-2. Top of the seventh, Rockies a 6-5 lead over the Braves. Bottom of the seventh, Nationals and Padres are tied at six. Top of the sixth, White Sox a 2-1 lead over the Tigers. Twins lead the Orioles 4-0. Bottom of the sixth in Minnesota. Top seven, the Angels a 4-1 lead over the Royals. Bottom six, Cardinals on top of the Reds 2-0. Finals from earlier, Rays beat the Red Sox 5-2. Phillies over the Marlins 5-1. Get all of your scores on the NBC Sports Scores app. I'm Scott Seidenberg. NBC Sports Radio. NBC News Radio, I'm Phil Hewlett. Former Indiana Senator Richard Luger has died. His family says he died early this morning from complications of a rare neurological disorder. He was 87. He served as the mayor of Indianapolis before moving on to the Senate in 1977. Crews in Virginia are working to rescue five men trapped deep inside a cave. The men are said to have hypothermia and are exhausted. The rescue effort could take another 12 hours. 
A 19-year-old man is in custody in connection with a synagogue shooting outside San Diego. One person was killed, three others injured, including the rabbi of the congregation Chabad in Poway. Rabbi Yisrael Goldstein is recovering from his wounds and wants to get back to the synagogue to show the world he is not scared. The jackpot continues to climb in the Mega Millions game. No one picked all six numbers Friday night, so the jackpot swells to $229 million. The odds of picking all six numbers in the multi-state lottery are 1 in 303 million. Phil Hewlett, NBC News Radio. I've been telling you since January of 2018, the market was going to crash and what was going to tip the market over is China and the global economy, that it was slowing. Now, what are you hearing? Nobody ever talks about the bond market. I always talk about the bond market with my gang because we watch the bond market. This is how we get our returns. Give you an example. We bought in January Netflix. We also bought Nike. We bought Hess and we bought uh, Airlines LUV. Those four, we have an eight. 18- 18% return. Again, I'm not saying every gang member made 18%. I can't say that because I don't know when they get in or when they get out. I give them the instructions when to get in and when to add to the position, when to take profits, when to get out, when to run like hell. And if they follow that, then that was the returns we had on those four stocks. Find out more at philsgang.com or call 877-600-GANG. That's 877-600-4264. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us if you want Viagra at the lowest prices. Never pay $15 a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 800-357-1583 today to save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 800-357-1583 to take your call now. Call 800-357-1583. That's 800-357-1583. Again, 800-357-1583. Welcome to the Tom Hartman Program. I'm live right here, Monday through Friday. Are you ready for the number one progressive talk show host in America? 71% of people say that the information they get from their friends and family, they take more seriously than the stuff they read in the media. Only 42% of Americans think the media is the most credible source of news. And therefore, if you're informed, if you're awake, you need to be telling your friends. You need to be talking to your friends and family. 24-time New York Times best selling author and has nearly 6.5 million listeners nationwide. This, these are these are crimes. These are, are international crimes against humanity. And I would I would love to see somebody held to account in this administration. Introducing Tom Hartman on KCAA Radio weekday afternoons starting at 2. information economy has arrived. The world is teeming with innovation as new business models reinvent every industry. Every industry. Inside Analysis is your source of information and insight about how to make the most of this exciting new era. Learn more at InsideAnalysis.com. InsideAnalysis.com. And now, here's your host, Eric K. 
Kavanaugh. Alright folks, welcome to The Future is Right. It is time once again for Inside Analysis, the only coast-to-coast radio show that's all about the information economy, what's happening out there, what isn't happening out there. It's such a fun, exciting time to be alive today, folks, I have to say. And the topic for today is good stuff. It's, uh, it's one of the most pervasive technologies right now. It's growing rapidly, in part because of things like deep learning. That's a subset of artificial intelligence. We're going to talk about natural language processing with two luminaries in the field. We'll be hearing from Jeff Huckabee of VoiceBase, most recently of Tableau, and also Will Murphy of MessagePath. But folks, I have to say, uh, natural language processing, it's not new. This technology has been around for arguably 20, even 30 years in various forms. I wasn't ever very good until the last few years, but because of artificial intelligence, and in particular, this subset called deep learning, we're now starting to see some really, really powerful stuff. So anybody who uses Siri on their phone and says, Siri, find me the phone number for such and such, that's using natural language processing. So there are algorithms that are listening to the sounds coming out of a person's voice, they are interpreting what's being said, and then they're generating a response. Well, it's not perfect by any means. We know that uh, there are times when Siri just gets it wrong, and that's fine. But Siri is getting a lot better, as are some of these other engines. So this stuff is coming along, and you're going to see it in some really interesting places today. In the pre-call, we were discussing some of the cool uh, uses of natural language processing, and it's really kind of amazing where things are going. So with that, let's bring in our first guest, Jeff Huckabee from VoiceBase, most recently of Tableau. And that's pretty funny, Jeff, right? Because I had mentioned uh, in the pre-call that I'd reached out to a friend of mine at Tableau to see if they wanted to bring someone on the show. And uh, it turns out he knows this person, and we're just joking about that. So Jeff Huckabee, VoiceBase, it's a small world out there. Tell us a bit about yourself and uh, NLP and what you're doing with it at VoiceBase. Jeff, did we lose you? Maybe we did. I'll go over to Will Murphy instead. Will Murphy of MessagePath is out there. Will, tell us about what you guys are doing, some interesting technology that you have going on. Will Murphy from MessagePath, what's going on with you? All right, well, it looks like maybe I'm gone. Is the studio there? Hold on. Okay, so I think we're rocking and rolling here, folks. We're having some fun technical difficulties today, but we are going to talk about natural language processing, so I'll just kind of tease some of the things that we have going on. I see my guys out there. They are listening. Um, One of the most amazing technologies I've seen or use cases around NLP has to do with uh, live calls. So I don't know if any of you have experienced it where you're on a live call and you're talking to a computer and you're really kind of annoyed Well, these days, the technology can actually pick up on that and figure out what's going on and can figure out that this person is pretty annoyed. So let's patch that person through to to one of the better consultants or one of the better agents that we have. That's one case. There's another case that we were talking about before the show of earnings calls. So think about the, the severity of an earnings call where you've got folks from a public company, you've got all the analysts on that call, and they're all listening in to see what's going on. Is this company going to meet their mark? 
how accurate are their predictions of where they're going to be, all this kind of fun stuff. That's not uh, that's not light stuff to deal with. That's very serious stuff. And uh, one of our guests was talking before the show about how that kind of technology is now extremely useful for being able to determine whether or not someone is, is correct, whether or not this company is going to hit their estimates. I also heard an interesting story about just being able to predict the efficacy of a sales call, for example. Is this call going to be effective? Is it not going to be effective? So these are just some interesting examples of where NLP comes into play. And again, a lot of this comes from deep learning. So for those who aren't familiar, deep learning is a subset of artificial intelligence. Um, and there are any number of ways that you can layer a deep learning cluster to understand something. So basically, it just takes a whole bunch of inputs and it crunches the data, crunches the data, comes out with a whole bunch of outputs, and then you kind of monitor all that stuff. And what it's really looking for are patterns that are recognizable. So this is the case across the board with artificial intelligence in general. One of the cool things about AI and machine learning as well, which is a little bit less complex typically than AI, but one of the best things you can do with these technologies is find an example of when something worked. So let's say a sales process. All right, First we sent them an email, then we saw them at a conference, then we had a phone call. These are the, the content bits that we shared with them. The point is you can find the signature of a success story and then you can map that signature back to the rest of your data. So for example, you'll see, well, this one particular engagement worked very well. Why is that? What are the characteristics of this particular solution? Well, once you figure that out, and that's what the machine learning will do, it'll identify, A, the facets, what are the, the key components of the technology situation, basically, or of the particular sale call or whatever it may be. What are the key components and what is the combination of those components? What is the formula or the recipe that worked? Then you take that and you map it back to all the rest of your data to find some examples of what's going on out there. So just going to check and see if we have our guests back. Jeff or Will, are you guys out there yet? I think I just see. Okay, we're going to maybe try to call back in on a different line or something. But, in fact, maybe I could even send them the line. Let me see if I can get the phone number. Okay, I'm going to see if I can get the phone numbers of these guys to get them back on the call. But let's kind of walk through um, some of these examples. So again, what AI can do is it can allow you to figure out what is going on. It can allow you to see what is the pattern of success, what is the pattern of failure. So if you're dealing with, with success, for example, again, you're going to track. And, and basically what these technologies do is they're able to ascertain at such a scale what all the different permutations are. It's the kind of thing that human beings would simply not be willing or, or able to do because there's just too much data. But the nice thing about machine learning, again, is that it's parallelized. So what you wind up doing is you have basically parallel computing that's able to understand what's going on at a scale that is extremely useful. So we're trying to connect our guests here to the call and uh, dial in. So... Again, there are lots of different companies that are using these technologies these days, and there are big, big companies. So you talk about uh, NLP, like I mentioned, Siri on your iPhone. That's using natural language process. Amazon Alexa, all these different technologies are using this stuff, and it's getting better and better. And one of the cooler things about it is that it gets better every time it listens to you, at least theoretically, depending upon your feedback. And there is a feedback loop, so you're able to... to 
essentially interact with the algorithms with the platform and give it feedback. Now this is actually something called training. And a lot of times what you're dealing with in terms of training data is end users have to actually interact with the system. So you will give it information, yes this worked, no that didn't work, yes this worked, no that didn't work. This is an underappreciated aspect of the entire scenario because what happens a lot of times I'm told is that only 2% of the people who work with training data sets, only 2% of the people who actually train the data are very good at it. That's a pretty significant weakness. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a Midi clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. So if you can be um, more astute about who is good and who is not good at taking care of that kind of thing, you're going to do yourself a lot of favors. So training the data is important. Now, there are some deep learning modules out there these days that it can actually handle that for you. So they're almost like antagonists, and you can basically set one deep learning module against the other one or these algorithms, and they kind of hack away at each other and slowly figure out what to do. This is actually what you see with, uh, like, Boston Robotics, with being able to, for these machines to learn how to walk. There are some really, really complex deep learning algorithms sitting underneath all that, which allow these things to slowly but surely learn how to do all that stuff. So it's really quite impressive what's going on out there. It's really quite remarkable. And again, I just, I would strongly encourage folks to look into this because what you're going to see increasingly is that these kinds of technologies are going to be used on the front line. So when you call into some place, when you actually call into um, your company, whether it be a retailer or um, whatever, a car company, whatever the case may be, many times now you're going to get this first line of defense being an algorithm of some kind, some type of, of module that is using natural language processing to kind of filter what's happening, understand what's happening, and then if necessary, patch you through to a real person. You're seeing that also in chatbots. So the NLP is not just with the spoken word, it's also with the written word. You may have seen many, many chatbots popping up all over the place um, in terms of uh, being on websites. So if you go to a website, guess what? You see this darn chatbot in there, and you're like, well, what, what's going on? Why is the chatbot here? Well, this is another example um, of when technology can supplant or augment human beings. So I wouldn't say supplant as much really you're going to have this stuff augmenting what human beings do because it's going to kind of help sort through. So the chatbots in NLP, what's interesting there is they are very good at handling a lot of tedious tasks. So a lot of times people just want the address. People just want some information about this product, about that product. 
Well, what's happening now is you're getting companies using chatbot technology side by side or in conjunction, I should say, with artificial intelligence to create these sort of semi-intelligent bots. Well, the semi-intelligent bots can actually solve a lot of problems for you. And under the covers, there's a company called Recast.ai that just got bought by SAP. Recently, I took a demo from those guys not too long ago. And what you do from the the company perspective, the organization that uses these technologies, what you do is you actually uh, have modules that you can build, sort of if-then statements. And then you can build into that the use of things like cameras and barcodes and product lines and all kinds of different things to be able to see what's going on. So it sounds like we've got Jeff who has dialed into the line here. I'll get him in in one second. Uh, but Jeff, I've been kind of going through a litany of different use cases for these technologies, how they work, what they do, and how NLP is being combined with lots of different tools like, for example, chatbots. Uh, so with that, let's bring Jeff Huckabee into the show from VoiceBase. Uh, Jeff, tell us a bit about yourself and what you guys are doing with natural language processing. Absolutely, and thanks for having me. I'm Jeff Huckabee. I'm the VP of Business Development at VoiceBase. And what we do is we take the voice side of, of information. And so what I mean is any type of spoken information we can take and we process and we use NLP to derive insight and meaning from those spoken uh, instances. And so typical, you'll see um, our software in call centers, also within sales organizations, and also marketing organizations as well. Okay, so let's talk about um, some of the cool examples. I kind of teased some of them for you, but you were talking about uh, earnings calls. Can you tell us how this kind of technology gets used in an earnings call? Yeah, and so it's kind of interesting. You know, investors today are looking for all kinds of different edges. And if you listen to an earnings call, a lot of times the executives are coached, right, to be very monotone. Don't show emotion. Just state what's going on. Because what happens is if there's things that you're naturally as a leader excited about, you your voice will inflect. You'll talk about things more positively. And you can actually capture those and measure kind of the sentiment around that. And so um, that's one reason why earning calls are very kind of monotone. But NASDAQ uses our technology, and they use it to record the earnings calls, and then they use um, our engine in order to make things searchable uh, as part of the service that they provide to their member companies. Yeah, that's so interesting to me. And, and what I think I try to stress to the audience here is that when you use technology like this to understand sentiment, for example, or, again, you can, over time, map it back to real results. So let's take the earnings call example. You're going to get some interesting feedback at first, but over time you'll be able to say, to feed into the system, okay, well, they sounded really tense. Turns out they were hemorrhaging money, right? Next call, they right. sounded great. Turns out they were doing great. And over time, you kind of build up this compendium of content, almost like a knowledge base that underpins the whole system, so you get better and better. And there are variations, obviously, but the point is that as time goes by, these kinds of technologies can get better and better at, at ascertaining what's really happening and predicting the outcomes, right? Uh, absolutely. And, you know, particularly as, as you're getting a lot of data and a lot of information at pretty massive scale, all that information can start to derive and start to see these uh, particular patterns that may be 
he didn't know existed today. You know, let's just take a, a call center for an example. Um, you know, if I if I call and we're all consumers and and we're angry, and the agent starts to talk to me, but I, I'm just you know, uh, you can measure things like overtalk, and you can measure things like the duration. You can measure the sentiment at the beginning of the call, how things progress. Um, you know, toward the end of the call, and then did that sentiment improve? And so it's pretty amazing what we can drive and the richness that we can get and actually get to what the intent is of that customer when they call into, let's say, a call center. Yeah, and that, that gets into things like skill path routing, right? So for those who aren't familiar, this is great stuff in call centers, and uh, as we're just learning here from Jeff, let's say, you call into your Rolls-Royce dealer and you're PO'd. Well, a good Rolls-Royce dealership or the HQ, if you're dialing in there, is going to have some technology in place to understand, first of all, who are you? Now, that was one of the best things that happened to call centers is being able to map your cell phone number to who you are. So you call USAA, for example, which I do sometimes, and they know who I am because that cell phone number is in their system. Wow. What a great idea. Now you just saved yourself a bunch of time, and you can say, oh, we, we recognize your phone. Is this Eric Cavanaugh? Yes, it is. You're just much faster now on your path to getting something done. But they're also going to have these kind of technologies to figure out what's going on. What is this person calling about? And you could know, A, from, from something that's been said, so that's natural language processing, or you could know... Jeff, uh, just from your past life at a company called Tableau, you could know some of the analytics around who that person is. So this is a high-value customer. He was just on the website, had a bad experience. He was in the dealership last week, had a bad experience. Now you can route that path to your number one customer service representative to try to keep that person happy, right? Oh, absolutely. And, and part of the kind of the problem in this space for a long time is those calls are basically inaccessible. And so it's, and so then it's really hard to marry that data and information, the richness of that content, exactly into other CRM systems. It could go into marketing, uh, you know, systems and even product hierarchies. Let's say if you're a retailer, and you could see and, and be able to marry that back all the different information. And it's something that we do that's a little different is we actually give people their data, and, and we yeah. have an open architecture for the very reason of. There's a whole lot of business value that you can combine by combining and sharing information across the organization. And um, and so that's something that when you do that, then you can start to see a lot of different patterns. And then if you use a tool like Tableau on top of the data, then very quickly you can see visual patterns and cues that you couldn't see before. And that data has been buried in voice for a long, long time. And so now... Uh, a lot of the, the modern enterprises that are using advanced analytics, they're able to see this and see exactly and see trends and and start to deviate from customer behavior and try to get to the root cause of things really quickly and take action on this. Yeah, and that is just such wonderful news because, again, to Jeff's point here, hitherto or at least until recently, all of that meaning was lost in voice because we didn't have the technology, we didn't have the computational power to analyze all that at any significant scale, and thus it just wasn't terribly useful. But for those companies that do have all those old calls, well, guess what? You can take all that voice data, all that audio, throw it at some algorithms, come back, get some interesting feedback, and use that to improve your business. And with that, folks, we're going to hit our first break. Don't touch that dial, though. We'll be right back. You are listening to Inside Analysis.
With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Yeah, you've been acting so conspicuous. You flip it on me, say I think so much. You're moving different when we're making love. Alexa, play Who Do You Love? Okay. Get unlimited access to over 50 million songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. A great radio show may sound like it's easy to make, but if you've ever tried, you know that's not the case. With the time spent engineering, producing, and archiving, you end up losing focus on what really matters, the content of your show. If you put your show on the Gab Radio Network, you'll be able to leave all those technical worries to our staff of highly trained engineers and producers. And all you need to do is have fun and put on a great show. Want to find out more? Send an email over to sales at gabradionetwork.com. That's sales at gabradionetwork.com. So Tiger Woods is great again. Yeah, I'm a week late, but this one meant something to a lot of us. Next on Dan's Life. Flip your space with a beautiful new floor from Lumber Liquidators. This week, get easy-to-install laminate in best-selling styles like Tobacco Road Acacia and Antique Farmhouse Hickory 20% off. Or get the exotic look of Silverstone Bamboo for 20% off. Don't want a DIY? We can arrange the installation for you. Plus, get special financing so you can get started today. Lumber Liquidators. Beautiful floors for less. Tiger was steady. He was a different Tiger Woods than we've known for so many years. He was playing smart, not daring like the golfer that captured the world's imagination over 20 years ago. The Tiger Woods VSPN Dreams was brash on the course. He took risks that no golfer should ever take. And though he usually pulled them off, when he didn't, it was disastrous. That method, along with his philandering and drinking and drugging, destroyed his game and his life. And his golf was awash in techno-speak and launch angles and degrees, and it was too machine-like. But at Augusta, Tiger seemed to be playing by feel, seeing his shots before they happened, willing them to happen, letting them happen. I'm glad for Tiger Woods. He was steady, he was solid, and only spectacular when he needed to be. Life is like golf. It's an endurance test. It's about limiting your mistakes. Whenever you do make one, you have one chance to get your act back together and scramble for a par. And sometimes, when you do make a mistake and you're scrambling, you try too hard to get back what you lost, and you lose bigger and take bogey, double bogey, or worse. Or, sometimes, when you make a mistake and you're scrambling, you just try to get yourself back on track, and you get lucky, and you haul one out. Tiger. Good stuff. This is Dan's Life. Welcome back to Inside Analysis. Here's your host, Eric Cavanaugh. Take us to the future. All right, take us to the future is right, folks. Uh, one of my favorite quotes by William Gibson. You may have heard me use it before in our listening audience out there. The future is here already. It's just not evenly distributed. I love that one. It's really cool stuff. It's especially true in the world of technology these days, and especially, particularly, in the world of artificial intelligence. And the next person on our show, Will Murphy of Message Path, knows a bit about that. Will, welcome to Inside Analysis. Tell us a bit about your company and what you're doing and how you're using natural language processing. Yeah, thanks for having me on the show. So we're Message Path at messagepath.com, and uh, we are... A, uh, we use that natural language processing, that type of technology for business communication. 
So, uh, you know, white-collar workers are spending a third of their time writing emails, maybe reading uh, legal documents, maybe uh, communicating in other ways. So written communication takes up a ton of our time at, at the office. And uh, we, we're an intelligent copy editor for that. So you can, uh, any individual that's a business person needs our product to, you know, give them feedback. And we, we score kind of what you're writing based on what you're trying to accomplish and give you feedback in real time uh, so you can improve your business communication. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool stuff. So, of course, Grammarly, a lot of folks know about Grammarly. Um, for what it's worth, I'm one of the, the odd men out in that I don't want any spell check, grammar check, any of that's just annoying. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. It's kind of an, an OCD I've got going on, but I know how to punctuate. A lot of people just don't, though. And so Grammarly just gives you that grammatical correction, but what you guys are doing kind of goes a step beyond that, which is very interesting. So you're trying to help, and you can actually understand the difference between a marketing email and a sales email, right? Can you talk about that? Right. So, yeah, we have both an online editor uh, that anybody can sign up and just use it for free. Uh, And then we also have a browser extension. Some of the older tools like Grammarly are excellent for grammar and spelling. But I was sitting, uh, you know, a few years ago at a Fortune 500 company before I did my last startup, um, and we spent uh, just a ton of time proofreading uh, all sorts of business documents and all sorts of emails that we're sending out. Sometimes you're sending an email, and that email may be worth $10,000 because you're sending out a sales email or a special support email that's especially important. Or maybe you're reading, you know, legal documents, and uh, you've got a lot of people doing this. I was sitting around the table with marketing and legal and PR and brand, and I realized, you know, Grammarly wasn't doing us any good. Uh, The grammar and spelling in our documents were fantastic. What I really needed to do is go around and take the knowledge uh, from all of these people's brains, the legal knowledge, the brand knowledge, the marketing knowledge of how to write uh, well from their perspective particular perspective and put that into 
an online proofreader. And so that's where the intelligent copy editor uh, message path originated. That's really, really cool. I would tend uh, to think that probably, I'm just guessing here, that probably legalese might even be easier for the algorithms to understand than just common language, if only for the reason that legalese was designed to be as explicit as possible. Do you have any feedback on that? Yeah, my co-founder uh, quite intentionally is an attorney. Um, so we, <laughs> we write code, and uh, my co-founder is an attorney, we're looking at legalese from a different perspective. So we're looking at, so you are correct. So legalese is a little more structured. So it, it lends itself to natural language processing, natural language, language understanding, and all that much better. Um, the way we're starting to think about this, though, as we start to improve, now we're only six months old. So we're looking at sort of the next wave of, of things we're adding to the product. And uh, one of the things I I'm going to go deeper on is probably the readability of legal documents. So if we can uh, read legalese and help give feedback on problem spots in your document. So we've already got a lot of that built in where we're looking for um, sort of mining the brains of, of expert lawyers and putting that in there to look for problem spots. We're also looking at, you know, how do we evolve this over time where maybe we can make an impact on these legal documents and make them more readable for our ordinary humans. So we want to, uh, yeah, our goal with Message Path is to improve the communication of all business communications, improving these legal documents. So we'll, we'll, be, uh, we'll start out by hopefully improving current legal documents, and hopefully we can move the needle towards more readable legal documents, which would be great. Well, well you know what the next big uh, territory right after that is. I'm sure you've already thought about this, and I know my head is already uh, rolling around thinking about this subject area is legislation right when you get the uh, the 2000 page new law that comes across the transom well guess what you can either pay a bunch of attorneys a mountain of money to go through it and maybe or maybe not figure out what applies to you or increasingly and this is where things are going folks and this is i think very exciting or you can rely on some of these technologies to find for you the areas that are significant. And just think, just to make it real simple, think in terms of like uh, just the old-fashioned find. Command F on a Mac, for example, or Control F on a PC. Find everywhere it says barbers or barbershop or you know cutting hair, something like that. That's where you can see, okay, the, these par seven, eight parts of the law apply to me. Well, now if you magnify that out by orders of magnitude, by 8,000, 10,000, 50,000 times, well, that's the power of artificial intelligence being able to sort through all this language and find for you the key points that you need to look at. Right, So even if, for example, it doesn't tell you exactly what to do, it can at least tell you which pages and paragraphs to read to figure out. Right, Will? No, exactly. And that's, that's kind of where we're starting uh, is, is, is uh, we can look for those patterns that we need to call out. We, we do this both in sort of marketing communication for you or just a general business email. Uh, or we can do this for legal documents as well. Um, calling it out and kind of giving you an idea that that's, particular phrase or word um, you know may send up a red flag and and, and and you can reconsider it one of the for I'll, I'll give you an example one of the you know legal terms that lawyers hate is always and never they hate very clear de de you know definitive <laughs> language like that because 
if it's never, it, it better be. It better be never. And if it's always, it better literally be always. And so there's always you're you're either sort of clarifying That's what you mean, uh, or but you're probably never, you know, creating pure black and white language unless it's called for. And so there's a lot of different phrases that we've researched in language that uh, we can bring in that help. We also do tone analysis and all these sorts of things so we understand uh, your goal in communicating with your customer. Uh, and then we also understand sort of the tone of your message and what message you're sending out into the world and, and give you feedback on how to improve that. Yeah, that's a very, very interesting dynamic, right? Like, you're cracking me up with always and never. That's a good point, though, right? Because always, like you say, had better be always, never had better be never. <laughs> Otherwise, because machines, well, yeah. they are... We are getting to a point where you can use fuzzy logic, for example. There's even a company, Fuzzy Logics, um, and computers are getting better at this. I'm noticing, you know, for for on your phone, for example, if you type something that is a common misspelling, it can very quickly correct that for you. So you see, Google searches do this, for example. You type in a name, and it's like, well, did you mean this? And a lot of times, it's correct. So it is getting better, but nonetheless, still machines are going to do what you tell them to do. So you have to be very careful about what you tell them to do, right, Will? Yeah, exactly. And you know, our, our goal, uh, our, our core value is augmenting humans. So a lot of what we want to do with artificial intelligence is take something humans are already doing within their current workflow, either improving that workflow and taking up some of that work uh, that the machine can take over for you are just augmenting your decision-making where you've got a certain cognitive load on things that you're trying to accomplish. Communication is one of those. It's very heavy uh, cognitively to uh, create messages that are clear and concise to your customers or, you know, create these legal documents. And so uh, if you can augment with a machine, then you can uh, get more done faster uh, with better quality. The way uh, I like to talk about it is, you know, we've got this concept in technology of uh, exoskeletons. So, you know, in the in the robotics world, you have exoskeletons where you you put a suit on and then you can lift, you know, 400 pounds because the machine is actually following your lead, but it's actually helping you accomplish more um, by kind of uh, improving your your capabilities. And this that's what we're doing for your for your brain. We want to understand what your goals are, and we're, we're creating that cognitive exoskeleton for you uh, that sits between you and your customer that helps sort of understand and improve everything you're doing. Wow. Yeah, that's really cool. It really is. It's amazing. So the, the whole idea here, and I'll go ahead and bring Jeff Huckabee back in from VoiceBase uh, before we go to the final segment, is that you really are trying to augment human cognition, human capabilities, you know, and, and Jeff, of course, for years we did this in business intelligence and analytics, looking at the numbers, trying to figure out, but now we can leverage much richer media-like voice to be able to do that. So over time, it can even show you, for example, for a company that's using voice base, it can let you listen to the sales calls that worked, point you right to them, and you can kind of figure out, oh, okay, so by referencing this, by having this tone, you have a much better chance of making that sale. That's very powerful stuff. And again, the, the key is to keep that feedback loop going, right, Jeff? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, it's, it's funny. Whenever I hear about the automation of everything, you know, through AI, sometimes it's pretty scary. 
but it's, I, you know, I'm a firm believer of that augmentation. Uh, there's a lot of business contacts that us as humans we, that we know and we understand. And I think that being able to have these new tools and technologies to help augment the decisions that we're making it is a better place to be. And I don't know that we'll ever get to, and I don't want to say, you know, you said never or always, um, right. but, you know, it's going to be a long time before all of that human context is coded somewhere. And, and so, you know, with ours, you know, the cloud technology, the neural networks, all these things that were, you know, it's, um, algorithms from 20 years ago, but now it's kind of the infrastructures, the networks and all that are getting to the point where we can actually take advantage of them. And so that's the exciting thing. That's right. Yeah, and the cloud too, right? So the cloud has really changed the game in lots of different ways, one of which being uh, you can just rent what you need. You don't have to go out and buy it. And that's a big deal, right? If you just rent what you need, I mean, I'll, I'll throw this one back over to uh, to Will, if someone had to go out and buy the data center and load the operating systems and all that, I mean, I heard a great example um, a couple weeks ago at the Domo conference from their chief information security officer. He cracks me up. He's this Irish guy, and he said something that was so funny. He was talking about security, but will apply it to any kind of computational use case. He said, it, it, back in the day, you had to buy, buy the servers and stand up the OS and the full stack, and it was horrible, horrible, horrible. <laughs> and his point was that it was just so freaking hard to keep stuff safe and secure because you had so many variables to worry about. Now with the cloud, you've stripped away 80% of those variables, and you, the business, can focus on what you want to accomplish without worrying about everything else. Right, Will? Yeah, I think it's, it's, it's that. It's all about economies of scale. So you want to hopefully focus on it's, it's a combination of economies of scale and core competencies, right? So your company wants to figure out what your core competency is. What are you better at than the rest of the world? And then everything else is subject to outsourcing via uh, picking out different uh, SaaS applications to integrate with, right? And so each of these companies, um, we're all, like, figuring out the best uh, patterns and the ways to build our own software. And we get to focus on what we do best, and you focus on what you do best. So um, everything from HR to payroll to customer service, a lot of these pieces that companies used to have internally and maybe even built themselves internally. I know in the 90s I built by hand and intranet by hand, Uh internally inside of a company because it just didn't exist yet as a platform you could download and just use or, and it wasn't posted anywhere, any of those sorts of things. So, yeah, if you can sort of um, have economies of scale, each of these companies uh, has a lot of benefits and value for focusing on what they do best, and then you get to do what you do best and, and integrate for all the other things. Yeah, that's the key, right, is that you get to do what you do best, and I'll kind of throw that back over to Jeff, for some comments before we go to our second break here, like he said, it's all about um, specializing, and that's what I think is happening in the marketplace today, which is very exciting for people because it lets you focus on stuff that's interesting to you, so we're not all having to be jacks of all trades or jills of all trades, right? 60 seconds, um, Jeff, just to comment on that. Yeah, so I think it's, you know, for me, it's, it's pretty amazing the amount of processing power and what we used to have to pay for that processing power. And out of and being able to pay a lot less for that. Now all of a sudden we can start to look at different things and 
You know, whereas maybe 10 years ago, it was very expensive to process a safe voice. Now you can do millions of minutes, and, it, and the cost to the enterprise is, is, you know, pennies. And so to me, that's pretty amazing when you're able to do that and then be able to bring people together across the enterprise, and then you're holistically looking at what's going on into your own customer base or, your mar- or, or the actual market or your competitors, where before a lot of that information right. was just incredibly siloed. That's right. That's right, folks. We'll tell you what. Uh, stand by. Don't touch that dial. We're going to be right back. You are listening to Inside. Here is today's top automotive tech story. I'm Nick Miles. Ford introduced a new Explorer, which will include a police interceptor, a gas, a hybrid that will go 500 miles on a single tank, and a performance ST model that will have over 400 horsepower. On the technology front, it'll have a 10.1 portrait-mounted touchscreen, much the same as a Tesla. Ford's Copilot 360, driver assistance technologies that parallel parks the vehicle for you, and terrain management systems. For more cool car tech, visit testmiles.com. Hop into the all-new, greater-than-ever Corolla, now with a redesigned, sporty exterior. The Toyota Safety Sense 2.0 comes standard with advanced tech safety features, bringing peace of mind to every drive. Go to toyota.com slash testmiles for details. You're listening to Global American Broadcasting, the Gab Radio Network. For more info on our programs and services, including technical operations and syndication, please visit gabradionetwork.com. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Won't you stop your crying? I know that you're trying. Everything's gonna be okay. Alexa, play Marin Morris. Okay. Get unlimited access to over 50 million songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. A great radio show may sound like it's easy to make, but if you've ever tried, you know that's not the case. With the time spent engineering, producing, and archiving, you end up losing focus on what really matters, the content of your show. If you put your show on the Gab Radio Network, you'll be able to leave all those technical worries to our staff of highly trained engineers and producers. And all you need to do is have fun and put on a great show. Want to find out more? Send an email over to sales at gabradionetwork.com. That's sales at gabradionetwork.com. Do you have a great idea for a radio show but have no idea where to start? Or have you been hosting a podcast for a while and want to take it to the next level? If so, you need the Gab Radio Network. To host a show on the Gab Radio Network, all you need is your voice, and we'll handle the rest. From technical engineering to full-service audio production and much more. Every show on the Gab Radio Network can be heard on our station on the TuneIn Radio app. Plus, we put all our shows on our satellite, which is accessed by 5,500 stations. And here's the best part. You can host from anywhere you want. There are many means to connect to the Gab Radio Network remotely, and our staff of highly trained engineers and producers will make you sound like you're right here in studio. So, if you want to be on the Gab Radio Network, the same network that hosts the Small Business Advocate, Radio MD, and Talkin' Pets, send an email right now to sales at gabradionetwork.com. That's sales at gabradionetwork.com. If you run a large corporation, small business, or anything in between, you need ads to help get the word out. A full page in the newspaper sounds good. A TV spot sounds even better. But let's face it, newspapers are essentially last-minute wrapping paper, and a TV spot is just expensive and basically code for bathroom break. Talk radio is different. Commercials cost practically nothing to produce, and the listeners are loyal. They like what they like, and they stay tuned in. 
When they hear about a new product or service during their favorite show, they can't wait to try it out for themselves so they can talk about it with their friends. And you know how radio listeners like to talk. If you want to add radio to your marketing portfolio, you need the Gab Radio Network. Gab Radio is the team of full-service experts you've been looking for, from writing to production, distribution, voiceover, and more. We make sure your spots are paired with the right shows in the right markets at the right time of day so the right people can hear. Since we're in over 100 markets across 34 states, Canada, and American Samoa, I'd say it's a pretty good place to start. If you want to know more, just email sales at gabradionetwork.com. That's sales at gabradionetwork.com. Welcome back to Inside Analysis. Here's your host, Eric Cavanaugh. All right, folks, back here on Inside Analysis. We were just having a fun little chat in the break there, uh, and it gave me an idea for another show. So I'm always looking for ideas for shows. If you've got an idea for a show or know someone who wants to be on the program, send me an email, info at insideanalysis.com. That goes right to me. Love to hear your thoughts. Love to get new guests with good ideas. And we just were talking about innovation in general as opposed to R&D. So I guess I'll throw it all over to um, Will from MessagePath, Will Murphy. That was an interesting comment that you made about uh, how organizations are now increasingly focused on having sort of teams inside the company that think more like entrepreneurs, that think about ways to innovate beyond traditional research and development, right? Can you just talk about that real quick? Yeah, exactly. Um, I think yeah, in the in the olden days, you had R&D, so you had Xerox Park and this type of company or uh, areas of companies that would focus on just tech. Um, I think the new way to do innovation is having companies that uh, are really more like corporate entrepreneurs. So you have a group, a team set aside that also thinks about the complete business model, thinks about piloting, thinks about does anybody want this. You can kind of imagine um, kind of if, if Xerox Park had that capability back in the day um, when Apple was coming over and looking at their interfaces, if they had an entrepreneur <laughs> arm uh, that was kind of taking that and prototyping it in market, they may have discovered some interesting Things and I think that's kind of where it's going now. Uh, they also can partner with, you know, um, like VoiceSpace and MessagePath. Sometimes our entryway into these sorts of companies are through the, the these sort of innovation groups because they can also explore. Hey, you know, what can we do with AI? Um, what are what are the partners? What are the uh, what what kind of products can we use? What kind of um, uh, startups can we invest in? Even uh, that kind of fall into some of the interest categories. So there's a whole array of things that can fall under this corporate innovation umbrella that, that goes beyond sort of the way we think about R&D. Yeah, and that's such an interesting point, too. And uh, I'll throw this over to Jeff. I think Will just made an excellent point about how mid-sized and smaller companies can actually get into larger organizations through these entrepreneurial groups through these departments that are specifically designed to focus. And boy, what a time to have that kind of a department. What a time to have at least a few people who are out there just learning about stuff, hopefully listening to this show to hear where the innovators come first. I think that uh, <laughs> we're pretty good at that um, because there's so much that can be changed now. There are so many business processes that can be automated. There's so much cool technology that can be used to change how you're doing business. That's a really viable program to have in your company, right? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, and, and particularly now with a lot of the technology architectures being in the cloud, to do a rapid prototype, to do a proof of concept, the cost is not, is not high at all. 
And, um, you know, but I, but I have seen a failure of some of these innovation groups. And, and I will just kind of caution, particularly my background is, is within retail consumer goods uh, for a long time. And, you know, and, and we saw these waves go through about five or six years ago. But then a lot of the things that they would test and learn, it's still, it was a change management issue. And you still had kind of old leaders that still, even if they proved out a new technology and customers wanted it, it was still, they would put the brakes. And so I really think that we probably need to, uh, from at a leadership perspective, maybe uh, incent them on the a number of failures or the number of innovations that they actually go live with. Because there hmm. seems to be this kind of this, you know, break that some leaders do. And, you know, you've seen a lot of innovation, though, within retail and consumer goods, which is incredible. Uh, but there still seems to be this cautiousness. And I, I think overall that industry needs to get past that pretty rapidly. Hmm. Yeah, right. Fortune favors the brave, right? I mean, you don't want to, to risk too much. You want to be careful about your risk appetite, as they say in the risk management world. But kind of getting us back on the, the initial topic of natural language processing, I mean, there is there is so much improvement that can be made, and there's a lot you can learn. I mean, I know just from speaking publicly, if you actually listen to yourself for a while, which can be painful, you know, when we don't sound like we do when we hear ourselves talk because of the, the sort of dynamics of audio and how it bounces off walls instead of going through your muscles to your eardrums, etc. So you'll sound different, but it does pay to pay attention to that, even how you stand. Like I've noticed when I speak sometimes at events, I'm still kind of slouching over. I don't have good posture. But if you analyze yourself, if you analyze what you're doing, you can learn a lot, and that can kind of help you correct some mistakes that you may not have noticed, right? Will, I'll throw that back over to you. No, exactly. Uh, I think the uh, – so part of AI, the benefit of that is sort of feedback loop. Um, the, and, and that applies for natural language processing as well. So definitely, uh, I'm sure voice space and, and message path, we're, uh, we're working on the capability to sort of, um, understand what the human's doing, what was successful, what was not, feed that back in as a feedback loop to always be improving the system. Yeah, and that's good stuff. And especially these days, cause I'll, I mean, I'll throw this one, uh, over to Jeff. Yeah, there's a great quote I heard from a friend of mine who studied with the Dalai Lama's right-hand man, and he always says these prophetic things, like one of the things he said a while ago was, things never happen quickly until they do, <laughs> right? And it's like, it can take a lot of time for a change, but then all of a sudden when that change comes, it's like, holy Christmas, it happened fast. That happens more than ever these days for all kinds of reasons. Look at trading, for example. We were talking about trading calls at the top of the hour institutional investors have fundamentally changed how that all happens. Now, all of a sudden, the whole market could go sideways very suddenly because there are all these triggers to act. And so we as humans need to work around that and realize that things can change very, very quickly. So it's important now more than ever to kind of know where does your industry fit in the overall ecosystem? Like, what is your business model? How could you be turned left or right? Or how could you improve? How could you grow? You have to be very cognizant of that kind of thing, and that needs to get baked into your whole business model, right? And you want agility. You want the ability to turn left or turn right as needed, right, Jeff? Uh, absolutely. And, you know, and you know, particularly humans, we're creatures of habit. And we do things on patterns. 
you know, in what we search for usually is a pattern, right? And then what we consume, there's a pattern to that. And so those types of patterns, number one, do you see those? And, and you know, that's where, you know, analytic techniques like visual analytics really gives you the ability to be able to do that. And, and then also, too, but, you know, are you listening to the customer? Are you truly listening? And, you know, and I think both solutions on the radio today, that's kind of, you know, we, we help people do that and do that in a way to get those small insights that your customer may have started to tell you that they were going to change their behavior two years ago, right. but were you listening? <laughs> right? Right. And if you're not listening, you know, everybody says their customer is important to them, but very few do a great job of listening holistically to their customer. And right. so those are things and areas where I think that, you know, just as humans, I think we can do a little better job of listening to each other instead of just over-talking each other. Yeah, and uh, that's such an excellent point, and you're reminding me, this is Jeff Huckabee we're talking to from VoiceBase, just like it sounds, B-A-S-E, uh, VoiceBase, to hear the actual voice of the customer. That's one of the nice things, right? If you can use a technology like yours to identify what are the five or ten really important sales calls that we had last year, then share those with the team. Now, all of a sudden, it's not just someone's assessment of how the call went. You can actually listen to that call, that specific call. Instead of having to try to listen to a thousand calls, you can get right to the five most important ones, and then you can have your team actually hear the voice of the customer. To me, that's a really, really compelling story, right, Jeff? Uh, absolutely, and that's actually a, a real use case that we had with a very large retailer with their B2B business. And, and what we, what VoiceBase did was they actually took 3,000 successful calls. And by using AI, they were able to pull out the patterns and the key elements and phrases and categories of what you need to mention to be successful. And so those were up to debate at first because a lot of times that reality doesn't match the gut instinct. And so once you see those in action, then you can train and put programs around how to make that happen. And then in the case of this one retailer and our partnership with them, we actually notify them 30 minutes into the sales call to say, hey, you know, this call's going great, keep going, or go ahead and wind the call down. This isn't going to be the same outcome. And we can predict that at a very high degree of confidence, which is pretty amazing. Yeah, and you know what? Uh, a topic for a future show. Um, we'll get into also visuals, right? So that's one of the nice things about being in a meeting is you can actually look around the room and see the looks on people's faces. If you see the senior level guy rolling his eyes or, you know, the senior level ex female executive rolling her eyes, it's time to change what you're talking about. So this is all a grist for the mill, as they say, folks. We've been talking to two real cool innovators today on our show, Jeff Huckabee from VoiceBase and Will Murphy of MessagePath. Check them out online. And we'll talk to these folks again sometime in the future, I'm quite sure. It's always fun to have these conversations, folks. Send me an email, info at insideanalysis.com. We'll talk to you next week. You've been listening to Inside Analysis.
Why are you listening to this radio station? Why? When you can host your own radio show. You're listening, and you think you can do better? You have a message or a product you want everyone to know about. Host your own radio show. Team up with the area's best radio professionals and let them make you sound like you should be on NBC. KCAA NBC Radio, that is. KCAA produces more than 50 local programs each week on subjects ranging from business and sports to political talk, vegan diets, or even marijuana-related issues. We don't just broadcast on the radio. We broadcast to the world, online, on TV, on social media, on Facebook. You'll be all over. Imagine what your friends will say. And KCAA reaches over 5 million people on three radio stations. Join the staff on 1050 AM, 102.3 FM, and 106.5 FM. NBC Radio. Jump on the KCAA Express. Call 909-793-1065. That's 909-793-1065. And get ready to transmit. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. 